0: Hello, and welcome back to the Bober Academy Football Podcast as we continue our Lineman of the Week series. I am your host, Chris Bober, eight-year NFL veteran, uh, four years with the Giants, four years with the Chiefs, and I have the distinction of starting a game at every position on the O-line in the NFL. And um, this spots, of course, I'm the founder of the Bober Academy, where our mission is to train and develop superior linemen to dominate on the gridiron. And, of course, this year, I am now the offensive line coach at Creighton Prep here in Omaha Nebraska um this week we're joined by my guys from Creighton Prep so usually I've done this for a few years and I've I've talked to other coaches and I've talked to other players who I've either worked with or, or followed and and this year I get, actually get to talk to you know coach Tim Yonka Creighton Prep and uh, two of my linemen Carson Hill and Nathan Nathan Wilch thanks for coming on guys yeah, oh, thanks, thanks coach. for having us yeah, awesome, thank awesome. Yep,
1: thanks for having us on
0: Yeah. Well, I appreciate you guys coming out. I just want to give a quick reminder to everyone out there who's watching or listening. So uh, at Bober Academy is my handle on all the social media channels. So, you know, retweet, follow, like, comment, whatever they do out there in the social media world. If you're watching this on YouTube, right down there is the subscribe button. I'd love for you to subscribe to our channel. Of course we highlight great offensive line playing guys around the area. We also, I also have a lot of instructional videos and everything about football on there. And then if you're listening to this on a podcast, uh, subscribe to our channel. That way, you get notified when we have new podcasts coming out about once a week, maybe more than once a week. Um, like I said, um, I'm I'm the offensive line coach now at Creighton Prep. I got to have my guys on today, and um, you know, kind of before we get started, you know, a lot of people have asked me. It's like, hey, how, how and why did you end up at Creighton Prep? Because you know, I'm a South guy. You know, South Omaha guy, and you know, I, I it wasn't didn't even cross my mind that I would ever coach at Creighton Prep or really kind of even be a high school coach. I was really happy with what I was doing with Bober Academy. And last, um, I think it was last December, Coach Young calls me. I remember where I was. I was sitting in the parking lot picking up my daughter from school or car was in the shop or something. And he calls and says, hey, Coach um, Coach is going to retire this year. Um, so coach Sledge, who's been there with him for a long time, his son is down in Nebraska now. He wanted just to go and enjoy that and wanted to step away from coaching. He's like, Do you, would you consider the job and, you know, or do you know someone? So it took me back a little bit. I had to think about it for a while. I talked to a bunch of people. I talked to several of the guys that are on his staff, just to find out. i have met with coach Yonk a few times. We sat down for a long time. And um, next thing you know, I'm, I'm the O-line coach at Crane Prep. So I, I'm really excited to be there. It's been a great journey so far. I, I'm loving being there, loving the guys, loving the the school, loving the program and, you know, getting to coach with a guy like uh, such a great head coach like, coach Tim Yonk is, is such a pleasure. I'm learning so much learning curve as a, as a coach coming from a player and an instructor, you know, I, I have a lot to learn and, you know, I feel like I'm, I'm around some of the best guys out there. So coach Young, thank you for the opportunity um, not only to come on my podcast, but to, to hire me as your online coach.
1: No, it's been a, it's been a pleasure. I mean, we've known each other for, uh, for a long time and, and uh, a lot of respect for what you've done as, as a player and, and uh, as a teacher of offensive line play, and uh, really, really excited about where you've taken this group of linemen and uh, where where you're going to take them in the future uh, here at Crate Prep. So really excited about having you.
0: Yeah, excitement's on my end too. So let's talk about this season so far. Um, Last year, you had a a tremendous team, you know, a very senior heavy team. You graduated, I think, 35 seniors. A lot of those guys went on to play college football. So you guys are a game away from the state championship. And, you know, you know, when you when you lose a class like that, they graduate that we were going to have a different type of team this year. And I remember when you hired, you hired me, you said we need a lot of patience because we are really, really young. So, you know, we started out the season. We got a win out there. We've, we've played some of the best teams in the state and we played them really well. Um, what are your thoughts on, you know, where we come from from last year? And then going into this year, I, you know, I personally feel like we're making great progress. Tell me your thoughts on, on the progress of this team so far this year.
1: Yeah, there's no question. I think, I think where we're at right now, I think we're ahead of where I thought we would be even at this point. Um, you know, we, we had so many uh, kids that were inexperienced in terms of, you know, varsity experience. Uh, we have, you know, five or six freshmen that we have up with us that are getting an opportunity to play uh in our program uh and so anytime you have that kind of youth and inexperience there's going to be some bumps in the road right and uh and then you look at our schedule and, and you look at our first five games you know four we we've played we have one tomorrow night against another really good top five team in millard west um and all of those teams are old teams that have a lot of a lot of kids back a lot of experience back and so we we're you know we, we're going into the first half of our year kind of Going, you know what, man, I mean, if we can continue just to continue to get better and make some progress and and uh, and really embrace the process of getting better. um, You know, the second half of our year, I think we're we're going to, to, to surprise a lot of people in terms of how we're going to play. Now, I think we've probably surprised some people already in terms of how we've played, because I think there's a lot of folks that didn't think we were going to be nearly as competitive as we are right now. And that's a tribute to the, to our players, you know, buying into the process and the program and, and understanding that, uh, uh, you know, there are going to be some ups and downs, but I think at the end of the day, I think they've really, really bonded together. I think we've, we've gotten to a point where we're really pulling together in the same direction, which I think is important um, for our, for, for some of the things in terms of, you know, the ups and downs that we do have, because there, there are a few of them, you know, a little more than what we had last year, just because of the, the veteran group that we had last year. So uh, really proud of the group and the team and our coaching staff for, for really, uh, really attacking every day and every week and getting better.
0: Yeah. And I can tell you, being out there every day with you, you know, it is a challenge because some of these guys, you know, I talked to you about it before. I say they need to develop varsity scar tissue. Right. They got to get in some varsity Mm -hmm. games and and get some of those um, the level of play and the speed and the physicality. But, you know, they've really taken to it. Um, So I'm going to talk to my guys over here. I got the right side of my line here. I got Carson Hill, who's my right guard. And Nathan Wilch, who's my uh, right tackle. Nathan, let me ask you this. You know, going from a guy, you know, you and Carson both coming on as first time starters and really first time being on varsity. What's your experience been coming from like kind of the JV level into a starting position on the offensive line?
2: Yeah, uh, it's fun. It's a lot of fun. Oh, yeah. um, I've played with Carson since freshman year. So to be next to him at, you know, the highest level of uh, of high school football has just been tons and tons of fun. Uh, the speed is way faster. That took a little bit, you know, to get used to. I feel like that's the the hardest part of transitioning from JV to varsity is just the speed of the game and the, you know, you get, you you take your lumps, obviously, like you said, and that that took some getting used to, like I've obviously took some took some lumps this season but i think the overall word that i would use to describe varsity football is just fun tons of fun
0: i love it i love it how about you carson what's it like coming up to the varsity level and competing out there with some of the best players in the state oh 100%
3: i agree um you know jv was fun and all um but i love that there's nothing there's nothing better than seeing everyone in the stands and you know you you block you block some dude you make a big gap you got a guy laying on the ground um you know he's trying to get out from underneath you and then you see a running back just running down to the run down to the end zone you can hear the crowd just roaring it's just like you're in a whole nother world man like like um you know you just like escape all your anxiety and everything it's just like i don't know how to explain it i love it i think jv was fun but, but moving up to varsity it's just it's a whole nother world you know new world 100
0: i love it i love it man I, you know it's the guys like coach Yonka and i who played a lot of football you know you guys don't understand what we would do to put the helmet on again and go out there with you guys and compete um all right, Coach, let's talk about, you know, the team ha- has come so far. Let's talk about our, you know, our offense, right? Um, yeah. I guess I don't know really kind of how to describe our offense, even being one of the guys who's, you know, helped implement the offense and, and teach it and stuff like that. Um, but I think we're a pretty balanced office. I think we got some playmakers all over the field, but share with our, our, our watchers and listeners out there, some of the guys um, and, and their contributions on offense, especially at the skill positions, we're going to get to the O-line here. Here soon. But I know we got to do to Tony Coniglio, but there's other guys out there too. Tell me about Tony and some of your other guys in the backfield and on the edge.
1: Yeah, Tony Coniglio, I think you you start with him. I mean, anytime you have a quarterback that's that that is returning with some starting experience, and Tony started the last four games for us last year in the playoffs, really, from uh probably four, yeah, four or five games. Uh from from the Papillion game last year in the second half all the way through the end of this into the season through the semifinals. Uh, Tony started so when you have that guy coming back and he's been fantastic I mean he's bigger and stronger he's really good he can really throw it but the thing that makes him really dynamic is the fact that he can really run the football as well and scramble and really puts pressure on defenses Uh, Michael Burt at tight end obviously is a a guy that has an Iowa offer and and, uh, he gets a lot of attention uh, from defenses and they've got to know where he's at at all times and he's really done uh, he's done really well so far this year and again we'll have a continue to He'll continue to have a, a a great second half of our season, um, you know. I think we have two running backs, and one's been a little bit nicked up a little bit uh, in Angela Walker, but uh, Jacob Ruby uh, and and Angela Walker are two young running backs. Uh, Angela, a sophomore, and and Ruby, a, a junior, both were JV guys last year, and so they, you know, they played behind a, a great player in Marty Brown a year ago, and so they're they're kind of cutting their teeth, but they both have a lot of talent and are really kind of settling into our offense and the things that we do there. Um, Jackson Wergler, I think, is a wide receiver that's, that has a, a ton of ability. Uh, Wyatt Lasher at, at, at receiver. Uh, you know, we're playing Zach McClay a little bit more on offense here the last week or so, and we'll continue to, to, to get him a little bit more on the offensive side. But he's so valuable on defense for us that it's really, uh, you know, it's hard to put him over there and, and uh, maybe risk uh, getting him nicked up. but. Um, but I think our young guys, and again, just like these offensive linemen, you know, a lot of those guys were all JV guys last year, and uh, uh, getting their opportunity, they kind of waited in the wings. And and I think they're they're all doing great. They're all progressing. We're all getting better every single day and every week. And uh, and that's really all you can ask from them. But uh, you know, offensively, I think we're we're multiple. I think you're right. I think we can we can throw it, and we can run it, we can do uh, a lot of things in our offense. But it's very multiple. We can line up 21 personnel. We can line up in 10, ten, eleven personnel. We can go no, uh, you know, we can go empty, which we've done this year as well. So I think we're very versatile, and and that makes us a little bit more difficult to defend.
0: Yeah, yeah. So Carson, let me ask you, let me ask you about your quarterback, right? Tony Caniglio is a guy, and you know, obviously getting to coach you guys, I get to interact with Tony quite a bit, and you know, there's something about his demeanor. Right, he never runs hot or cold. He's just always very steady. I, I remember one play we had kind of messed up an assignment, and, and a guy came free. And I said, "Hey, listen, sorry, we kind of went the wrong way and stuff like that." And he's like, "Oh, it's no big deal. I saw him. And he just scrambled for first down." You know, what's it like with Tony out in the huddle? You know, I'm not out there with you guys in the huddle, but what kind of presence does he have in the huddle on, on game days?
3: Uh, it, it's very weird. Um, typically, um, you, you'd expect him to be like super hype and everything, but he's actually a really down to earth guy. Um, all the time when we're in the huddle, he says everything super clear, any questions he has, he says straight up. Um, but he's pretty well, he controls that huddle and you know that he's the one in charge, even on that break, you can hear he he's in control and, um, going up to the line, his cadence is the same every time. And it's just nice to know that I got a guy back there behind me that just in case I do mess up or one of my teammates mess up that he he has the ability to react and uh, has a very fast, fast thinking mind to, to build a scramble or whatever you guys said, you know?
0: Yeah, kind of everything, everything we need from him, he's given to us. Yeah. Uh, what, about, what about you, Wilch You know, we got some guys back there. I know we love to come off the ball and run the ball, so we got, we're got, we hoping to get Angelo back this week. We got another weapon in Burt, and we got guys on the outside. Tell me about some of those guys, you know, not the alignment, but some of the other guys in the huddle out there on Friday nights with you.
2: Yeah, so um, I think our receiver group is a really special group, especially with Jackson Wurgler. I mean, he's just a burner. You got to put somebody over the top of him. He's so fast. You got Jacob Ruby in the backfield. He's so shifty, so sneaky. You got Michael Bird, obviously a big tight end. You got to put a guy on him. Eddie Schaefer, always a presence on the field as well. And then Tony Caniglio. he's just an improviser. He's a dog. I mean, there's nothing really to say about Tony that hasn't already been said, but so poised in the pocket. And I don't, I don't know, he's just, he's just a special player. And I'm really, you know, it's really special to be able to block for a guy like that.
0: Yeah, he is. And, you know, the guy that coach coach mentioned a little bit that that's really been like the heart and soul of our team is, um, you know, we have Zach McClay. He, he's a guy who it's kind of funny because he he he's leading the nation in tackling that just came out the other day. The guys all had fun with that. Mm-hmm. Um, such a special player. We use him in that position from safety, kind of like a linebacker, which is going to I think coach talked about benefit him in, in, at the next level. Right. Um, I think the radar went out on him and they're seeing him. Um in, but you know, he plays defense and starts and is a captain. He comes over to offense kind of when we need him. We have a package for him and he scored touchdowns for us, done stuff. He catches punts, he catches um um kickoffs, and then last week we put him on the kickoff team as the kicker and he kicks it through <laughs> the end zone, right? I mean, so you talk about a guy who can do everything, just you know, it we have to mention him because he's he is such a special player. Um, but the, coach, I wanted to ask you real quick a question because something we we've, we've done this year that I think it's, it's good for everyone to know is, you know, we made the decision back in the off season to say, you know what, we're so young, we have enough guys. Um, we are going to go to, you know, a platoon system where we really only have guys play offense or defense. Um, now that we're about halfway through the season as a coach, who's been around for a long time, you know, what are your thoughts on that and how do you think that's working out for us?
1: Well, I'll tell you this, that, uh, you know, in all the other places that I've ever been, you know, outside of prep, I never had the the ability to go platoon because I never had the numbers, you know, I was in smaller schools and so we just didn't have the numbers. And so when you get to, you know, when you get to to a place like Creighton Prep seven years ago, you kind of just, you fall into, okay, here's what I, here's what I know. And here's what we're going to do. And so we kind of just, we stayed with that, that philosophy of playing guys both ways. And, and then last year, you know, and really by your, you know, you came out and you kind of said, Hey, what do you, what do you think about, you know, you know, thinking about platooning with our guys, you know, and, and so we looked into it, we talked to a lot of guys, you obviously brought some, some, uh, some experience with that in terms of talking to some people that you knew. And uh, I can tell you right now, I think it's one of the best things that I've ever done as a, as a, as a head coach and one of the best decisions I've made because it's, it's, it's made guys. And I think this is a term you, you, uh, you use, you you make a guy live in their technique and at their position, Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. every single day. I mean it's every day i mean it's it's reps, it's film, it's meetings, it's everything that they do every day is getting better at that position and their focus is so narrow on that position that now they're not bouncing from offense to defense to offense to defense from day to day or from part of practice to part of practice. and we would not be i don't think we would be as far along and then when I say we're we're farther along than I thought we would be i said in the last uh, last you know five minutes ago or so. Um, I don't think we would be there if we weren't platooning. I think platooning has allowed us to do that. I think it's kept us healthier because we don't have all these guys you know and some of our you know main guys playing every snap both ways. you know if, if Zach McClay was playing every snap both ways, he wouldn't be leading the nation in tackles right now. I mean that he would he, he would he would just be he would be beat down a little bit more, shoot, he might be nicked up and injured and and in the same way with a lot of guys that could play both ways. You know, how much are you getting out of them? And so I think philosophically, I think it's the best decision that as a head coach in 31 years that I've ever made for, for our program because of the numbers that we have at Creighton Prep, because we can do that and, uh, and be able to do that. And it's going to pay huge dividends for us as we get into the second half of our season into district play and even more as we get down the road next year and two years down the road as we just keep stacking repetitions for all of these young players we have in our program.
0: Yeah, and I feel that way as an offensive line coach because what I'm teaching my guys to do is to have a base, keep their feet on the ground, and really work on your technique where if I would send them over to defense, that's a completely different technique, right? It's all about kind of having a little bit narrower stance, being more like an athlete without your feet on the ground and moving around and stuff like that. So I appreciate not having to reteach guys every other practice. So it's been great for me. Um, So I'm interested because I've never really asked my guys, Right. It's kind of the decision we made. We kind of went through and had like a little bit of a I don't know if you call it a draft, but we kind of went back and forth as a staff and said who's going to play offense, who's going to play defense. But um I'll start with you, uh, Nathan. Tell me about um, you know, this is the first time we've done this. Well, how do you feel like like it's been playing just offense? Um, you know, throughout my
2: football career, I've always been kind of like an offensive lineman. I've never played much defense. So going into platoon, I mean it's just strengthen my technique even more. I feel like I have, you know, like a focused purpose on this team. Like I am the right tackle. I have, you know, a purpose. I have a goal. I have assignments, you know, that don't really change all that much week to week. And it's really easy, you know, to do that. It's, um, you know, football is obviously a physical game, but people don't really mention the mental side of it Mm -hmm. all that much. And it's just, it makes that facet of the game just so much easier. So, I, I really like platooning. I'm really glad that we're implementing it here at Creighton Prep.
0: Yeah, no, I appreciate you guys buying in. How about you, Carson? You, I mean, as our right guard, you're one of our, our more dynamic guys, and you know, if if we had to, I bet you could play defense and do really well. But well, how do you feel like pl- playing just O line?
3: Yeah, well, actually, when when you when I was first introduced to the idea, um, I I hated it. I was like, man, I really want to play some defense. I really wanted to get on both sides of the ball. <laughs> um, but but I don't think I understood like what the reason was. And once we kind of started to get into like some pre preseason stuff and going over the techniques and whatnot, um, then I started to buy into it. And I started to realize that maybe maybe coaches actually know what they're talking about for once, you know. <laughs> um, <laughs> <laughs> but, of course, I'm just joking, but on, but no, se- on, but God, seriously, <laughs> seriously, <laughs> seriously. I mean, once once you guys like once I once I bought into it, and once I started to realize that like it actually it works. And um, me and Coach Bober, we talked uh, this morning and we're like. At this stage of the, the the year last year, you know I was done. I was already ready to be done, and I was like exhausted. Waking up was a pain in the butt. But not like right now. I, you know, I my body still feels fine. My mental still feels fine. It's, it's I mean it still sucks waking up, but it it's it's so much <laughs> yeah, it easier does. than last year. And I think I think you know if we get further to the season, you know, it's it's gonna it's gonna pay off. Um, for example, like a team. We'll, we'll be super exhausted. You're gonna have some banged up dudes, and those starter dudes that are playing both sides that are all beat up, they won't go, They aren't gonna be there anymore. And um, then they're gonna have some second string that don't have as much experience, so they're gonna have to reteach them. And and I think we're gonna we're gonna be advanced there. Yeah, I I
0: think there's some teams.
1: Yeah, there's some teams out there right now that are starting to get some yep, of those guys already up in, in in some of the the other schools. And so you hear that, and those are the guys that are kind of playing both ways. So yep. yeah, I think that's gonna be a big benefit for us to, uh, down the road.
0: Nice, nice. So, Coach, um, tell me about tell me your perspective of our offensive line. You know, you, the guys we got up front, we got. I think we got a pretty good group. they a young group, but um, you know, tell me, you know, the head coach's perspective of our offensive line and the and the guys we have up there and what they're doing for for us.
1: I love that. I love the group. I mean, I mean, we have so many guys in there that that you might look at, you know, and say, you know, we look completely different than we did a year ago. You know, mm-hmm. a year ago we were great big dudes that, uh, you know, uh, you know, the Sam Sledges and the Rocco Marcelinos and all those guys, you know, and these guys have bought into technique and they have to because of their, some of them because of lack of size. Right. But, but they're tough. Um, they're coachable as heck. And the nice thing about it is we're going to get 98% of these guys back again next year. Mm-hmm. And then some younger guys back another year after that, that are sophomores that are getting some opportunities. So, I think the sky's the limit for this group. And and as long as they continue to buy into the technique and work on all those little things and start again, continue to to grow as a group and that cohesive bond that it takes to play offensive line. um, You know, these guys have been, again, nothing but uh, uh, fabulous in terms of everything that we've asked them to do. They've done.
0: Yeah, it's been a tight group, you know, from my perspective. You know, it kind of starts with our center, CJ Costello, who is our really kind of lone senior that's out there um, starting for us. And CJ's such a calming presence. Um, very he's he's the only guy that we have back that's ever played any varsity games. And that helps. It helps these guys, especially having him at center. He he's he's he knows how to make the calls. He doesn't get too high or too low, just really, really steady. And I got my right side here with Carson and Nathan, who are um, you know, both his juniors. You know what I mean, and, and you know Wilch over there—he's he, one of those guys that you talk about a guy who's who's probably like kind of the emotional leader. You know, he's the, he's the first one to get guys riled up, right? He loves to kind of yell and get going, and man loves to come off the ball and really bought into the technique we're teaching. Uh, Carson, our right guard, is kind of like our—he's kind of like a silent assassin. He doesn't say a whole lot, but he, he is not afraid to mix it up a little bit. And we we saw that this week in practice, and we've seen it in games where he's not afraid to finish oh, guys. Yeah. You talked about being on top of a guy in a pile. He's that guy right there. He, he, he takes it to him. You know, we got Cole on, on the left guard who really bought into the technique, works super hard. Um, Ahanti, who's just a sophomore. Uh, Elijah Ahanti is, is a physical specimen, and he this he's learning so much that once he kind of gets this down, when he realizes how good he is, He's just going to be unstoppable. So we got him for a while. We got some young guys that I contributed to last week. Um, we had some guys playing. I know, you know, Aiden Rue's been a guy that's played right guard for us and got some good quality reps for us. Um, we have Big Aubrey Ross, who's another sophomore. is just a, a, an enormous individual. And he's still just learning how to play O-line, but he's playing more and more. Ty, Ty raversberg has been a, another sophomore, a good athlete. You know, he's got a, a ways to develop but a physical kid, really smart, really buys into the technique. And then Tommy Hollinger, who had to step into play center last week, right? Another sophomore. So we're playing all these young guys out there and we're every once in a while, you know, you, you know, you get these little mistakes, little angles, little things that they maybe just haven't experienced. But what I've noticed as the online coaches is they're continually getting better, right? We're not continually making the same mistakes. They buy into what I'm coaching a practice and what we're doing, um, and Coach Young's philosophy this year, and, and talk to guys about it, is is we is greater than me, and, and we know that in order for us to succeed, we have to come together as a group and everyone do their part. And, and and I will say the staff and Coach Youngs done a great job of really, you know, driving that home, driving that home. But um, before we wrap it up, um, you know, Carson and and you know, Nathan, Nathan, t- give me some kind of fun stuff about our O line. You know, we got quite a quite a group of characters up there. You know, tell me, you know, start with you, Wilch. Tell me um, a couple guys and some funny stuff about those guys and what, what we, we've had fun with this year. Um, I guess just, I don't know, I get to play with my
2: friends every day. That's pretty awesome. I mean, you got, I mean, I'm pretty sure I'm the tallest guy at, what, like 6'2", <laughs> which is interesting. Yeah. That's nice. Um, but I just feel like we have a really young, just scrappy group of guys that are ready to just take it to people. I feel like we catch a lot of D-lines off guard with our physicality and with, you know, with our speed off the ball. Um, I mean, obviously you got, you know, Ahanti, just a sophomore. I mean, once that kid realizes how strong and good he actually is, he's going to be really good. But, I mean, I just have fun every week, especially with Carson. Carson's been my best friend for two and a half years. So being able to line up next to him every single week and just – have a bunch of fun. Is, it's something special, something I'll
0: never forget. Nice, nice. How about you, Carson? What do you got to say about this this group of guys you're playing with?
3: I don't know. I I, I love these guys. Um, It took me a while again, but I love them. And I, I think my favorite memory with them is so we went to Applebee's one time to get these bottomless yeah. wings for like 15 <laughs> bucks or something, and, yeah. and we all kept getting extra. And then it all kept going back to Rue, and Rue was like, hey, you got extra wings? And, oh, man, it's just so funny. Everyone was just yeah. passing their wings down to Rue. <laughs> I think he took Matt- home like – Thirty-five <laughs> wings. He took no. home like thirty-plus wings. Insane. Um, but no, I love it, and I think I think every day at practice is probably the best part. Um, you know, going to, going to teams my favorite. Love going against the defense and just kind of like bullying them and then getting them when yeah. they get yelled at by coach. It's just like, oh man, you know, yeah, you did def- job right. Uh,
2: the defense gets yelled well, we at by coach yesterday. I
1: know that. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah <laughs> when the defense, when the defensive line. I know that. <laughs>
0: yeah nice I just, it's kind of fun when you kind of platoon like this because you kind of create that yeah. rivalry you know what yeah 100 I mean? percent but, but kind of have us against them a little bit, create some competition. And we get to have great competition in practice. Um, that That's great, guys. You can see this. I, I'm seeing this as a coach. It's my first time doing this. But I'm seeing a group that's coming closer and closer together. And, you know, that really makes a difference, especially when you get to the tough times in games when you need a big play or, you know, you get in third and long or you're down in the game. You know, you can pull for each other just because you have that bond. So, you know, I need my guys to eat more wings to keep getting bigger because we're not very yep, big right yep, now. right. Yeah, more, more bottomless wings is what I'm, I'm ordering up for you guys. But to finish this off, <laughs> um, you know, we, we've had a, a decent start to the season. I think we're, we're progressing. You know, we're coming close into district play. It's my first time as a high school coach. So, you know, I'm used to like the NFL where every game counts the same. But really, for high school, it's the district games that are the most important. Tell me about, um, you know, the prep going into kind of our district play and, and, and kind of what our plans are and what our expectations are.
1: Well, I mean, we, we start with Burke in another week. I mean, uh, Burke Central, Papio, and Benson are our district games. Uh, We've got a bye in there as well at the uh, t- seventh week. But, uh, you know, you got to win. you got to finish in the top two in your district to automatically qualify for the state playoffs. Uh, Papillion vista has got a very good old team. They have a, pretty much the same team we played last year. Uh, those guys are all back, and they're all, pretty much all seniors. Um, you know, Burke's going to – has a new coach. Central has a new coach. Central's probably a little more talented than they were a year ago because they brought mm-hmm. some kids over from, from Benson. So, you know, the, the nice thing is, is, is we're, we're going we're to play people in, in our, our district that haven't played the schedule that we have. And mm-hmm. that's going to be a benefit for us in terms of the speed and the physicality and the level of play that we have pl- had to play at every week that's going to be a huge advantage for us going into our district. And, and I, I, I don't expect anything other than a, a, than a district championship from this group just because of how we've progressed and how they've, how they've been so coachable. And, and more importantly, at the level that we've had to play every week, the first five weeks, we've really played five playoff games the first five weeks of our season. And, and, uh, and we've got to use that as an advantage for us going into, the, into our district.
0: Yeah, I agree. It's, it's so interesting. My, my last experience with playing was in the NFL um, when they talk about your strength of schedule as being a disadvantage. But in really in high school, the harder schedule you play, especially with these young guys, you know, it's a chance for them to develop and get better. So it is I think it is to our advantage. So um, we're looking forward to the rest of the year. Um, we got a big game this week and then we'll get into district play. And, you know, just want to make those playoffs and, and see what we can do from there. Um, but you know, I'm going to kind of wrap it up here, guys. I really appreciate it. It's kind of fun. You know, you get a little bit different personalities than you do on the field or in the, <laughs> the coaching room when you put them on a podcast like this. So Carson and yeah. Nathan, thanks for, thanks for joining us tonight. Coach Yonk, as always, thank you for everything. Um, really you appreciate bet. you sharing everything about our program. I'm excited to be a part of it. Um, just as we wrap up here, just last reminder here, um, you know, if you're watching this, click down there for our, um, subscribe right down there for our subscription to the YouTube page and, um, at, bober academy as our social handle please retweet like you know all the things they do on social media and help us promote good offensive line play so um carson nathan coach yonk thanks for joining me uh, i'm going to put this out tomorrow you can share it with all your friends and i really enjoyed kind of coming together even though i get to see you guys almost every day this is definitely an experience <laughs> for you guys so thanks for coming yeah. up yeah. yeah
2: thank Take you me. coach thank you yeah, man. thank we'll you we'll see you guys tomorrow